let's get to the game recaps yes, from last week. Um, four playoff games, wild endings in most of them. None of them were blowouts, right? No. I mean, I guess the Saints-Tampa at the end was over. Um, but for Bills the most game part, was a blowout. Say again? The Bills game was a blowout in a way. It was a blowout, but it, that was more towards the end, right? Majority yeah. of the game was pretty close. So kick us off, Pete. Which game you want to recap first? Uh, well, let's start with the, I guess, the larger the blowouts. So we had, what, the Packers and the Rams. So <laughs> uh, no surprise there. A-Rod did his thing. Um, it, it, I mean, it was it was a test on that defense, right, to see what would happen. But at the end of the day, the Packers, A-Rod, he's playing the type of season he is, and they were to bring it to him and take it away. Um, so I wasn't too surprised with that matchup there. Um, it was, I think, what we all had expected. I think we all picked the Packers to advance there. But I would I would have liked to see a little more of a fight, see if the fight would have been put up from, like, the last previous round of the Rams coming in, right? How much of this game do you put on Jared Goff's thumb? They were – okay, you want to – I think you're probably – okay, I'll say it real quick. They were talking about it pregame, and they are talking about how hard – like, I think it was Michael Vick talking about it pregame. He was talking about – if you look at his hand, how hard it is for him to grip that ball, especially in the cold, that it was really going to affect it. I don't think – I don't think that's the reason they lost. I think the Packers just have an amazing offensive line. The defense couldn't even do anything. They couldn't even touch – they couldn't even touch Aaron Rodgers. If you can't touch Aaron Rodgers, you're not going to beat that team. I think that's also more to blame than we knew Jared Goff's um, hand was hand was fucked up, right? So I kind of blame the defense a little bit more because they needed to step up and they didn't. Even if it's you know what? I mean, like, how much can you ask from Aaron Donald? He was injured too. Like, didn't he have like a broken rib or something? He played with a broken rib. Yeah, but but the but like he's not he does not need to like be at a hundred percent every play in my opinion because you can't throw the ball without a thumb, and that's yeah. the most important position in football, right? Like I we talk about all the time. So I totally agree with you. And I think we talked about the last, last round of the games, but I mean, he still went 21 of 27, like <laughs> he had a pretty high completion rate on that too. So I think, again, I think it was more than just a thumb and that factor. I think that game, I mean, we knew that they're going to. first. Go ahead. Go rush. Tell me. <laughs> the thing about it is that, Jared Goff, if you guys remember from the combine when he was entering the draft, has super small hands, right? So his hand size is nine <laughs> inches, whereas on average, quarterbacks tend to range around the 10-inch mark. Um, so not only does he have small hands to begin with, then the thumb obviously is a huge impact. But I don't really think it was his hand that caused them the loss. I think it's him. I think he's a bad <laughs> quarterback. Um, I don't think Sean McVay wants him anymore, but they're contractually locked into him. And it's funny how there was that offseason where the Rams signed Goff to a contract extension, the Eagles signed Wentz to a contract extension, the number one and number two overall picks. And now, just a few years later, they both want to like part ways with their quarterback. Um, so it shows you it, it's good to sign these guys like early as soon as you can when you think they're going to be good because you get them at a discount. But sometimes they may backfire like it has these two situations. Well, Jared Goff is signed all the way till 2024. <laughs> but they have a potential out in 2023. But they don't want him. Like the thing that's been coming out these past few days, as I'm sure you guys have seen, is the um, drama or controversy or just disagreements between McVeigh and um, Goff. And so, like, obviously, Goff is not executing the way that McVeigh wants him to. And McVeigh, from all we know, is this offensive guru. And so, that's not a healthy um, duo. I think 
I mean, in, in this debate between Goff and McVay, McVay's going to 100% win. You know and how there's certain situations where the quarterback kind of, you know, is in the the owner's ear or something like that. I don't think that's going to be the situation over here. Like mm-hmm. if, if McVay doesn't want Goff, I think they're going to get rid of Goff. Yeah, for sure. That that organization has trust in the head coach more than the quarterback, which is the way it should be, honestly, with all organizations. Yeah, I mean, it's the opposite of what the Philly situation was, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. Philly wanted uh, – Peterson wanted to get rid of Wentz, and basically Jeffrey Lurie was like, no, we're going to keep Wentz and we're going to get rid of him. Yeah, honestly, whoever picks up Peterson, I'm not sure if he's being considered for head coaching jobs, but he's he's a real steal if you get him. Um. Okay, so I bet, he was, Detroit. I bet he ends up in Detroit. I'd be happy. I'd be happy if he ends up anywhere because it's not in the NFC East anymore. That's fair. Pete, were you going to say something about that, about, about Jared Goff? Because he had cut out a little bit. No, I'm pretty sure it was exactly what Arash had mentioned. I was cool. like, I wouldn't blame it on the thumb. He went 21 of 27 throwing. We saw him throwing around before. it. Them coming in, we knew that they were going to have to play on both sides of the ball. So it, it wasn't his thumb. And I think what Arash said, it was him, not his thumb. So... <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's let's go on to the other matchup, which was a little disappointing in my yeah. from excitement game. I thought the Ravens and Bills game was going to be that was going to be a fun game to watch. First half, I might have fallen asleep watching the score be at three three for the longest time or zero zero. <laughs> yeah, that game was mad disappointing. Like that had a lot of hype. In my opinion, I thought it was gonna be the best game, and it was. It was a it was a defense it was a great defensive matchup. If you're really into football, you'll like it, right? That's what they tell you. Yeah, man, I want scoring in the playoffs. All right, I want scoring. Yeah, that oh, man. <laughs> I thought these two guys, I thought Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, were really going to put the teams on their backs, and we're going to see some some fun plays, and we see some both both quarterbacks are mobile; they can run. Yeah, first half, I literally was like, "What am I watching?" Uh, I don't want to watch any of that defense. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a Lamar Jackson fan, but like, man, like he needs to play better. Like that's that loss is on him, honestly. Like that loss is on him. Like he did not play well, and I do also think Baltimore needs to get him like a weapon. Like Marquise Brown, like Hollywood Brown is fine. He's not a number one receiver. That's what this that's what this year has told me because he has so many drops and it's it's terrible. That they just need to get him a, a guy that is a big dude that's a big target that he can just fling it to. And that's what they need to go out and get. But like Lamar Jackson needs to play better. But I mean, that sucks. Yeah, I'd say, man, yeah, I mean, he killed him with the 100, 101 yard uh, basically pick six, right? That yeah. was crucial. That end of the game, like that end of the game. And then, I mean, it's not his fault he gets concussed, but like then getting concussed and you can't even. Can't even come back at that point. Well, forget the concuss, right? After that, he was shook, completely shook. Like those couple plays leading up to that concussion, you could tell the game was over. First of all, yeah. game was already over, but there was no plays. It was not going in the favor. He was running for his life, throwing the ball, and it just that one, the hundred hundred yard. Yeah. After that, it, the game was over. They need to help him. Like it's 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 the losses on Lamar Jackson. I'll say, but like they still need to get him help at the end of the day. They need another weapon. They need so like a reliable weapon to do what the Bills did for their quarterback. Yeah, like you look at Stephon Diggs, how much he has helped that Bills organization, that Bills mm-hmm. offense this year, and just like Josh Allen, dude, like Josh Allen just has to chuck the ball up in the air, which we all know that he can do, and Stephon Diggs is coming down with it. Yep. When's the last time that Stephon Diggs has had under a hundred yards? Like 
I, I can't tell you that. Does that happen even this season? Getting like eight catches, a hundred yards, and a touchdown a game. Like long balls, short balls, doesn't matter. This man's doing everything he possibly can. And it has shown like how much the Bills have progressed, especially in their quarterback department. Just having a like a true number one guy coming in and helping your quarterback give them that safety net of somebody that can kind of be successful. You know, like look at most of the good quarterbacks in the league. Right now, they all have like a pure number one. So to uh, give you, to answer your question, I think he finished off the year strong. I think, you know, six out of the seven games, he finished with over 100 yards. But in the beginning, started he, off slow. He, only had a, he only had one or two games. And throughout the middle, he had 46, 48, 92, 39, 92. So he's, regardless, he's finished off strong. He had a great season. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's yeah. not that – so we've seen this a few times, right? The last three years now, Lamar Jackson goes from having this unbelievable regular season to being completely shut down. The, I, as I was hearing you guys kind of express your um, dissatisfaction with this game, it shows the difference in our age, however slight it may be, because I loved it, man. I love these kind of games where you have low scoring is- – defensive battles, missed field goals. Like you're literally battling for each point, not just for each cluster of touchdowns. And I, I enjoy good the, defense though. It was bad quarterback play at times. It was well, like not well, Lamar Jackson's a bad quarterback. So yeah, you, I mean, gotta expect, you can't call someone a bad that quarterback one MVP. That from the beginning of the year. He's not going to be a success. He's not going to have a hall of fame career at all. I agree with JK. Like you got to look that. at these kind of quarterbacks who rely on their legs and sure they make great plays during the season, but when it's playoff time, defenses will make you beat them with your arm, right? That's why all these quarterbacks like Colin Kaepernick, who made it to the Super Bowl, got shut down in the Super Bowl. That's why quarterbacks like Michael Vick get to the <laughs> NFC Championship game, but they get shut down because but that's de- that's deep in the playoffs, right? That's like deep. Well, sure, to, they made to get it shut down finally there. Like. Eventually, when defenses zone in and if they can do it the right way and they make you beat them with your arm, that's when you lose. Like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Sure, they are mobile, but they have great mechanics and great ability to throw the ball. That's why they go to these next levels. I don't think Lamar Jackson has that. And the next year or two, we're going to be on a new episode talking about the Ravens re-signing Lamar, and it's going to be a huge mistake. They're going to lock themselves in to a guy who honestly at this point in his career hasn't developed as a passer as much as he needs to. So when we compare him to Josh Allen, I wouldn't because Josh Allen's a better thrower than Lamar, even though Josh Allen can also run the ball. Um, but I love the game, man. I thought it was a great game. I was sad when it started get, becoming a blowout at the end because up until then, it was such a just like every moment you're 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 fighting for a yard. You're not fighting for every seven point cluster grouping of touchdowns. I don't know. I don't know. I disagree. I think Lamar Jackson will be fine. I think there's still time. They need to get him a weapon still. Every the, the guys he said have weapons that he yeah. does not have. But here's the thing. And then, uh, this is where I'm going to question you, right? Mm-hmm. When is Baltimore ever invested into their Steve Smith, an aging Steve Smith? Still played great until the end. Played great till the end. Played great till the end. And before that, Derek Mason. Before that, with Steve McNair. An aging Derek Mason. And he still played great. Todd Heap was good too at the time, and they had Todd Heap the Todd whole Heap time. Was homegrown. Todd Heap was homegrown. Sure, but no. My point is like, even if you're aging, you can still be good at the end. I mean, I'm not saying they were elite. They weren't in their best years, but Steve Smith was playing well at those times. He played yeah. well in Baltimore. Uh, Steve Smith, I feel like could still play right now if you know he got conditioned. I feel like he left at a high. 
to be honest. I also love his trash talk. He's elite level trash talker. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that you can, I think it's time to invest in a, in elite, elite talent. That's what you have to do. At wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they can, and it'll help. But at the end of the day, like if a defense puts nine people in the box and outside you have man to man coverage, it's up to the quarterback at the end of the day to make the pass. However great sure. the receiver might be, it has to be an accurate pass to give the guy a chance. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, at least I think they need to at least give him a chance, like give him that guy. And then when he doesn't do it, then I agree with you. But until yeah. then, I just, no, I'm sure they Brown, will. Mar- Marquise Brown. I saw him drop it in the end zone way too many times. Like just come on, man. You're a first round pick. What the fuck? This is like when that backup came in who looks just like Lamar Jackson, like he has the same stature. And like, I forgot uh, Lamar Jackson's number at one point. Cause it, it almost looked like him. Dude, that Hail Mary throw to Marquise Brown, I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, he's open. And he freaking overthrew it. Or maybe the wind carried it. Also, by the way, Gogia, I wouldn't say Steve Smith was that successful. He did have one 1,000-yard year, which was his first year. Mm -hmm. After that, he played seven games, which is an injury-plagued year. Get him. His last season, 800 yards. Get him. Right? And on top of that, he came there for only three years when he was 35. I'm not – I don't care what you say. Mm-hmm. Steve Smith is not going to be Steve Smith. Sure. Get him. But it they still had to pay him to be there, right? That's still a that's like still a decent player to have. Like that's still that still is a better player than like a lot outside of Terry McLaurin, anybody we have on our roster, right? The Ravens have done well because- with these last few years signing like an aging receiver and getting like production out of them they've had steve smith they had mike wallace they wanted des bryant last year before he tore his knee i think steve smith made his money made his money running routes that's how he made his money right he's an elite route runner and you don't have to be fast to be an elite route runner you can also physical but what i'm trying to say is like you you put getting digs in his prime in like 25 or something like that for like sure they didn't do that yes they didn't do that they didn't do that i agree with you and then you compare that to like getting a 35 year old steve what what they should do what i would i would think is helping like my level of helping lamar would be getting aj green as a free agent getting aj green if he's i don't know what level of health he is but that that's like that would help more than what he has right now right no you gotta get one of these guys get juju get get john allen Get one of those guys. That's what they're uh, Allen Robinson, not Josh Allen. I was like, Josh Allen, that's going to make it hard. Allen Robinson. Josh Allen would make it perfect for him. He wants to do anything. <laughs> so if they get Allen Robinson and he doesn't play well, I will, I will happily agree with you guys. They just need some of like that. I, I think it's unfair to judge him without that at this point. That's fine, but go after those guys in the first place. I don't, I don't work in the front office. I can't do it. I tried. I, I called think, him. I don't think. I personally don't think that they are going to pursue one of those guys. We'll see. We'll see. They're not. They're a good organization. They know what they're doing. So I'm not gonna fight them on that. Well, uh, even at that, let me let me go on to the next game. Which man was it entertaining? And man, did I not see this coming at all? So we ask the first question. Problems. What? That's the first question I wrote down on the WhatsApp. <laughs> we'll, get there. we'll get there. Don't worry. So the Cleveland Browns versus Kansas City. I for sure was like the Cleveland Browns are the pretenders and they're about to, this game is going to be over in the first quarter. Damn. I did not see the first quarter ending six, three Kansas City leading only about three points. This yeah. entire game 
was so entertaining to watch. As you think Kansas City's pulling away, they get to what I think it's like 19 to 3. And then Jarvis Landry scores again. They bring it back to 10 to 19. And then what do you know? It's like 10 to 22. And then you see uh, Patrick Mahomes get hurt. And then you're like, wow, this game started off close. You're like, damn, it's gone. Like what you think. And then it comes back close again. But as Gogia led, how big are Andy Reid's balls? <laughs> they, so I think it's PFF or I don't know who, who, who did the stat, but I, that was the first time with, unless you're running out the clock to win the game, a team ran the ball on fourth and short in a game that they were still trying to win. Yo, I mean, no, threw the ball. sorry, threw the ball, not ran the ball, threw the ball. My bad, my bad. So it let me, impressive. before that, let's talk about the play before that. I, I've never been so frustrated. I just wanted to see, like, the Browns try to pull this off, right? So it was, what, third, third and 14. You have anything is possible in the game now. You got Chad Henney playing. God. Third, he picks up 13 yards on that fucking play, and this guy, he runs like a five-second 40. <laughs> what is going on here with the defense? How are you going to let a, a non-mobile quarterback basically pick up 13 yards? You almost got 14. Give it the spot of the ball, right? So then you get there, um, and I think it was hilarious. Uh, Tony Romo was calling the game, and Tony Romo's the guy who foresees everything of the future, right? He's like, this is a hard count, fourth and one. They will not throw the ball. They'll just be hanging on here. Next thing you know, boom, snap the ball, pick up the first down. That that was insane. It was, it was an awesome game, man. I was pulling for the Browns. I honestly, I feel like they got jobbed, right? There was that fumble into the end zone, which really sucked. And that rule has come into play a few times. And each time I feel like it's happening against the team I'm rooting for. The one that comes to mind is Seattle versus Detroit, Megatron, going yep. into the end zone, and then Cam Chancellor punching the ball out. Um, that's just Bryant, a shitty rule. Does Bryant versus the Packers in the playoff game, same thing has happened. Well, that was a good one. I, I, I was okay with that one. Yeah, so sure. wait, what do you guys think about the rule? Because I was on Twitter, and it's very 50-50. And I'm starting to agree with the fact that don't fumble. It's the rule. Don't fumble. I mean, so, you should never I, fumble, right? I kind of get that piece of it. But another piece of it that I see, again, I'm just, play, I'm just playing the other side of it, right? Devil's advocate. Yeah. So. They've instituted basically the rule where under two minutes in each half and fourth down, you can't advance the ball on a fumble, right? Basically, it's you only recover or mm -hmm. if it goes out of bounds, whatever it is, it's back to where the fumble occurred and only the same player, the fumble can advance the ball. I don't know, throwing out ideas here, but I agree with don't fumble. The rule is what it's been. I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. It but, was just the most Browns thing to do. <laughs> but, but was, I can see, the Browns are Browns. I can see, you know, since they changed that rule for the fourth down and the two-minute rule, where if you fumble that ball and it goes out of bounds, it can't be advanced. You take it from the fumble, but the defense didn't recover it. They recovered it, obviously, they get the ball. I think I was reading online one one suggestion. It was from some like analyst was like make it a really hefty like penalty, right? That if you fumble and it goes out of bounds, it's like loss of down, and a, like you go back to the forty. Well, the hot the the greatest penalty you can get from a yardage standpoint is twenty yards, right? So that's the currently today. So it should be fumble in the end zone, 
It goes back 20 yard line. And sure, if you want to give him a loss of down, give him a loss of down. And that's a great penalty. Like, think about it. You're an inch away from scoring and you're going to put them at the 20. Like, that's reasonable. You shouldn't give the ball to the other team. I'm so upset. And not just about the rule, because the rule's a rule, but it should have been a penalty too, right? The safety for the Chiefs, number 49. Yeah. I forget the guy's name, but I love him. Um, he leads with the crown of his head and makes contact with the opponent. Uh, with the ball carrier and that's a penalty on its own so that not yeah. only am i pissed because the rule sucks i'm pissed because they missed the penalty um and i i picked the chiefs to win but i was rooting for the browns man it would it'd be so fun to root for that underdog so i get what you said with the 20 yard penalty but w- i mean again back to what they've changed the rule already to be consistent like why not keep it consistent to say you can't progress it but i mean the defense could recover the ball in the end zone but if it goes out same thing Re- put it back to where you fumbled the ball it went out of bounds no one neither team recovered nothing happened lose the down that's fine you you know you lost it down whatever it is and just take the ball from there I, I do i am in the camp of like if you fumble that close there should be a penalty like i don't fumble the ball and really don't fumble it when you're about to score but again i right, mean it's 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 that's too drastic area like where you're at there's less space and again like arash said that that potentially was a penalty right there so like no no a penalty aside i mean obviously the penalty i'm not i don't disagree that was that was targeting or whatever that was helmet's helmet right i agree with that but like if the if the rule right now is that it's it goes to the other team, it should still be pretty harsh if you're still going to keep the ball. No, but what I'm trying to argue is yeah. you're, what you're saying of you shouldn't fumble there. I think that's you're, you're looking at the wrong mentality. You got guys that are going to be fighting extra hard for the extra yard or reaching out or whatever they're doing right versus in the middle of a field or whatever open route running. You're not trying to do that. You're just holding on the ball. I mean, the off, it already helped the whole game helps the offense at the moment, right? Everything like you can't you it's it's roughing the passer if you don't put a pillow down and read him a bedtime story at this point. Let one thing go for the defense, you know what I mean? Like what one one penalty is for the defense. I like, get what you're saying, but I I, I totally don't agree with you there. I, I'm in a different motion of that. I I think that's it's a hefty penalty because like think about it, like you fumbled there. But the defense didn't – okay, maybe they caused a fumble or whatever. They didn't really do anything, and they didn't recover the ball, and then you're screwed because it's safety, and they're getting the ball. So why are you, why are you rewarding the defense that much for your – I mean, your fuck-up, really? It is funny. Wrong. In a league where they're doing everything to promote offensive production, they have this one rule that is conflicting with it. I mean – I miss. I just miss hard hitting football. So let let's give the defense one thing. Like like just give them one thing. Like I remember. Do you remember the Aaron Rodgers sack like many years ago when they first implemented like the roughing the passer and like he literally just picked him up and put him down and they threw a flag and it's like, what do you yeah. want me to do? What do you want me to do? So like that I'm, like four game stretch was just honestly. Absurd. Oh my god. Um. Anything. Yeah. Anyways, it sucks for the Browns. Um. But they're there. Like, they have a good offensive line. They're, it doesn't sound like OBJ is in their future plans, even though he's still under contract. But they got running backs. They got quarterback. They had um, a first-round safety that, or second-round safety that they drafted from LSU, Grant Delpit, who missed the entire season. So if we're talking about what are the Browns missing to get them to the next level, honestly, I think they're almost there. Um, I don't I think they're don't... missing much. They have two good tight ends. They, they have like, two great running backs. Like, what are they missing, really? So what do you, what do you guys feel about Baker, then? Like, I don't. I have not seen anything from Baker that goes like, yo, this defense better be good. Like this defense better be good and this running game better be good. Cause if, if the defense has a bad day and they stuff the line, I don't know if Baker can win you the game. Really? Like yeah, Baker, how many quarterbacks in the league can win you the game like that? Exactly. I mean, I mean you guys are so critical. Wait, wait, you're so critical to Lamar. 
You're so critical. Wait, 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 wait. You have 32 teams, right? Sure. Is Baker in the top 16 or bottom 16? Top 16, for sure. Okay. But like 14. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you guys are so critical of Lamar Jackson, right? But I mean, this guy but didn't have a Here's a question of the four of us. Would you take Lamar today or would you take Baker? I would one actually has take- One has won an MVP. One has not won an MVP. I, I honestly would la- rather take Lamar. At least he can run the ball and like fuck up your, your offensive, like your defensive plan, right? Baker, if you just- yeah, if you I, keep- I, would, I would also take Lamar. Okay, he, then I'm arguing nothing because you guys yeah, are kind of going to agree with me. You, you put Let me hear what Pete that. says. That's why I would take Lamar Jackson. That team- Put Lamar Jackson on the Browns team, dude. They're gonna be successful. Oh, okay. We I was gonna get so angry because I thought you're gonna disagree. <laughs> I take Baker. I take That's, Baker. But why? Okay, honestly, I'm asking why. Like, what is you're he saying? Doing? Lamar would screw up your defensive plans, your defensive team's plan. And I'm saying no. Your defensive team's plan would be to stop the way Lamar plays ball and make him play the way a normal quarterback would have to play ball because Lamar he can't do that. Does, we don't even know because Lamar has never played with someone like Jarvis Landry and Austin Hooper and at sometimes OBJ whenever he feels like playing and with that with even better running backs at that point. I don't yeah, like Nick Austin that category because Austin Hooper had an ass season, dude. Like, sure, sure, but he had a hell of a fourth down catch to keep that drive alive but for the Browns. Talent wise, is there? Talent is there. Austin Hooper is considered one of the better tight ends. I get if he had an ass of the season, but you can't. Hooper's getting paid like one of the yeah. top tight ends yep. in the league. Top, no, he's getting paid like the number. Year. He's getting paid like the number one tight end in the league. Good so, Austin I mean, Hooper just had his second worst season in the NFL. He's never started 16 games ever. My, my, I'm not sitting here trying to give Austin Hooper his roses right now. I'm just saying that the guy, like, it would help Lamar Jackson to have him, would it not? Like, that's my point. But anyways, to wrap yeah. this up, I yeah, think yeah, yeah. the Ravens are missing more pieces than the Browns. Agreed. Oh, yeah, 100%. A million percent. Okay. On both sides of all. So one, one last piece and of it. that matchup. So going into the next game, right? So now we got Patrick Mahomes under a concussion protocol, which is going to be interesting. Uh, Chad Henney, my opinion, no way beats the Packers. They need Patrick Mahomes to put up a chance there. Do you think Chad Henney gets the Bills? The, the Bills. The Bills, the Bills. I mean, the Bills. sorry, the Bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. Yeah, yeah. Mixed up games. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't see him being able to do that. Like he came in at the end, but nah, that, that <laughs> just, just a 13-yard run and a first down throw is not enough in my book to see anything out of that. The thing that was evident to me and that should scare the Bills is that Andy Reid didn't change the way he was playing. He was calling plays when Chad Henney was in the game. He was calling it the same way he would if it was Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick and Chad Henney are not the same player, but that's the right way to approach it. Because a lot of coaches, nine out of 10 coaches, they would change, they would limit their play calling based on a more limited quarterback. I, I like what he did. Keep your foot on the gas. Don't don't start Yeah, he honestly did. He called it the way Patrick Mahomes would. That is the fact that Chad Henney's been in this league for so long now. Right? Yo, do you guys from... Like, like you can't expect like someone like Tyler Haneke coming in and playing exactly like how Alex Smith would, right? And I'm not trying to throw Washington football team into this shit, but like, but you are, least, but you are, but, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, Chad Henning has been in the league for a long time. He knows what he's doing. Andy Reid is one of the best coaches in the league, if not the best coach in the league. Like, I. I and he's going to be prepared. The yeah. whole, 
can be prepared. And he may need to be. When we get to the next round to discuss the next round, we'll see. We'll get our opinions on if we think Mahomes will play. Um, but he may need Chad Henney. So let's wrap this up with Saints Bucks, unless someone else has a final point on this matchup. I'm going to say one thing. Have you all seen Chad Henney play? I'm not going to be putting my money on Chad Henney. I would put my money on Andy Reid, but not Chad Henney. Not anything is not possible. I'm just gonna put it out there. That's it. Let me let me tell you something right now. I just yeah. Any, all right, go back to like the Philly days, right? Go back all the way back to Philly. He didn't play on Philly. Anytime, no, I'm not talking about Chad Henney right now. I'm oh. talking about you read. Sure. Anytime Donovan McNabb went down, how much did the Eagles suffer? When did he go down? Is a real question. Who came in for him? Like Ty Detmer or whatever those names were. Like I, I forget. But you got coaches like Andy Reid and Bill Belichick. Anytime that their primary guy went down, the next guy stepping up was just as good. That's why Philly and uh, the Patriots were able to always trade their secondary guy for like a second-round pick, a first-round pick, because their guys look just as good as their starters here. So I think Chad Henney's going to play like that under Andy Reid. He's played uh, he's played ten games since twenty thirteen and he I don't think he's won a single game. <laughs> he just won one. He except just won one. one. Said, huh? He just won one. I said except for the last one. Yeah. And he came in at the end. I don't know. I just I don't I don't know if, if I'm gonna You're right, you're right though. Those two plays you got me sold. Anyways, yeah. let's move on to the next one. <laughs> All right. Drew Brees, Battle Brady. of the Goats. Battle of the Goats. Well, I think Tom Brady declared that he's the only goat of the two. The he's the goat of this, him. and Drew Brees was the goat of the regular season when he smacked his ass in that first game. <laughs> Dude, legends. Those are two legends, and it's damn. I, I'm sad. Like, I'll just say it now. I know it's like further on the agenda, but I'm sad if Drew Brees' career is over. It's like an end of an era. It's like one of those like greats you're watching and walk away, and it's, it's kind of sad. I'll say it like that. That's all I, because I still remember when he was leaving. Um, leaving the Chargers and he could have gone to Miami but Dante Culpepper went there and he went to the Saints and he literally revitalized an organization that had been shit for literally decades so I mean the dude I mean he should eat for free in New Orleans for the rest of his life that's how I see I'm pretty it sure he will. I'm pretty sure that he doesn't even throw beads at Mardi Gras he should just see that I'm just gonna say it like that. That's what that's even that's on days where it's not Mardi Gras. Exactly. He should just every walk day, up and no, every day is Mardi Gras for him. <laughs> exactly. I felt for him. I felt really bad. You could just yeah. tell on his face, his heart was broken. And yep. like in my in my mind, I was like, I feel bad for you. But then in my mind, I was also like, it's your fault. You threw three interceptions. You screwed yourself. And like, I don't know. I feel for Drew Brees. I've been a huge fan of his, but when you give the ball over four times, three of them because of you. Well, you can't blame anybody else but yourself. When, 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 when Jameis Winston and what's his name, the other guy, have better passer ratings than you in the same game, I mean, it's kind of your fault. But <laughs> it's, it's kind of your fault. That was to have him come in and throw that touchdown against them. That, that was a – I did love that. I did love that. This is a great play call. The thing that sucks for Drew Brees is that he's had diminishing physical talents, right, over these years – and it's baffling because Tom Brady doesn't appear like he has. And Tom Brady's older from all accounts, right? Um, so it sucks. But thankfully, Drew Brees has that football IQ, which has um, compensated for his diminishing physical skills. 
And so it just sucks, man, because this team has been poised to win. Like, New Orleans has had great roster these last three years, and now three years in a row, the Saints have gotten knocked out. Four years. It's been – they won 11 games, 13, 13, and then I'm pretty sure 12 this year. No, 13 this year. It's it's wild. I, yeah. it's, not the, it's not the type of game you want to see a guy yeah. like that, a goat like that, has been in the game for a while, go out on, right? It, yeah. So you, you would hope to see that both of these guys would have kind of gave, gave it to each other. Um, they're both – you know, two of the best that played the game. And it just sucked to see, like you said, Arash, like I, I've been a fan of him since he's been in. And you can see the hurt on his face and he was pissed. And then that last look out of the tunnel before he went in, you could just tell it on his face. I don't, I don't know why, man, but like, just like I have a pit in my stomach that just says like the competitor that he is just says like, I, I, I can't go out like that. I would think the same thing, but I, I, I feel like, no, I mean, like, watching watching all the other stuff, like, you know, like, the things with, like, his kids playing with Tom Brady on the side, like, at the end of the game, like, doing the whole goodbye, you know, Michael Thomas saying, like, yo, I fought through injuries because this might be the last season, blah, yeah, blah, blah. pretty much, yeah. Like, everything indicates it. Everything completely indicates that this is done. I mean, but I just think, like, he's a competitor, bro. Like, you're not going to go out like that. Like, you have one of the best wide receivers in the league, that wasn't able to play much this season because of injuries. You have one of the best running backs in the league. You have a, a very good coach in the league. Like So you say you're not going to go out like that. What's the go out like that? Win a Super Bowl, right? Not everyone wins a Super Bowl. He did. He had a great uh, no, season. No, no. What, what I mean go out like that is like throw three interceptions in your last home yeah. game. Yeah, so, okay, you're not going to throw three interceptions, but see how far he got them, right? It's not about one game. Like, you can't just say, I want to go out on a great game. It's I think the, the season that you had is more significant than the single last game that you played. I Logically. Right? Back next, next year, and let's say they don't make the playoffs. Who cares if he throws five touchdowns in the final game? Logically, you're correct. But I think it's just one of those things where he's like, yo, they had the whole Minnesota game. They had all these, like, flukes of why they lost, right? And then the last game, it was his fault. I think he just wants to come in and be like, I did everything to win and it didn't happen. I, Cause today, cause he has to now live with it for the rest of his life. That like that last game was on him. Right. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I could see the, like, you know, Drew Brees has been like, he, there was a time where we didn't know if he could throw the ball after shoulder surgery with the chargers. Right. The dude's tough. So what I don't know. I agree with what you're saying as well, but what I'll tell you is the goats of the game that played the game this long, they, they don't care if it's the last game or what it is. They know when they're like, when I'm ready to hang it up, I've played for this long. Like how Kobe Bryant said, he, he knew. He's like, I know I'm done with it. He's like, the game isn't there for me anymore. Drew Brees, for, there was a reason why he said it before the season that, hey, this might be it, right? He's, he's already starting to think about that mentally the way he is. He, there's, a, there's a reason why he's throwing as long as he has what he's done. It's not going to be one last game. I agree the competitor in him. I would want him to come back and be like, let me, let me do something to make sure I did everything I could. But – Dude, the man is old, right? Like, he could come back, get hurt next season, not do anything. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm not even disagreeing. But then he's hurt his presser at the end where he's like, I don't know. I still have to make a decision. He backtracked on all of it now. Yeah, but, but no, he's got to do that. Yeah, yeah, I know. He has to do that. I know. And Pete's right at that same point because, like, it's not like he wasn't injured these past two seasons, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like, those were – these statistically were his worst two seasons since, like, the Chargers days. So – like you can't blame him for retiring. Like no, doubt. no, no, no one is gonna blame him. I don't think that's yeah. the case. I think we're all just sad because it's like really like an end of like our childhood era. 
coming to yeah. the end, you know? It's not like he can pull a Peyton Manning and luckily get his defense to win him a Super Bowl and make it there, right? Yeah. Like, he didn't have a phenomenal game. <laughs> All right, judgment time. Everyone answer. Does he come back? Gogia? I think he's going to come back for one more season. And I don't want him to. I think that his career is over. I think we can – let's not make it worse, right? I think he will. Fair. JK, does he come back? I – it depends. It, it really depends. I don't think that the decision is going to be made anytime soon. Yeah. I think I personally gut feeling tells me he does come back. And I think he comes back with the knowledge that they're going to draft a quarterback in the first round for him to groom for this first, for this last final season. it. The thing is, they have uh, Taysom Hill locked up, right? They signed him to last offseason. Don't, don't, don't do this topic yet. Give it one second. Let's answer this question because that is one of my questions for you guys. Pete, does he come back? Yeah. I think he's done. And leading maybe into what you're saying, they've got Taysom Hill and they got Jameis Winston there already. So it's not like it's not the greatest option, but they got an option. Yeah. I don't think he comes back. I don't think it's because of Taysom Hill because when they had Taysom Hill in, so Drew Brees got injured, right, during the season. They were winning, but they weren't winning, like, convincingly. They were, like, getting by. And Jameis Winston's on a one-year deal, so if they want Jameis, they have to re-sign him as well. Um, but I don't think he comes back. I think he knows he doesn't have it. Um, you were referring to Kobe, and Kobe did say he knew when he needed to leave, but part of the reason that told him he needed to leave was because his body was failing him. And yeah. it was like giving out and he couldn't do the things that he used to be able to do. And I think like Drew Brees is experiencing there, some of those. He's like mentally I'm there, physically my body can't take it anymore. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, if Drew Brees is not the starting quarterback week one, who is ta- who is snapping the ball in for New Orleans? They better hope it's not someone on their current roster. I don't or, think he's on their I don't think he's on their roster. Okay. You agree, Pete? He's on the roster? I agree, but watch us all eat our words, and it'll be Jameis Winston. <laughs> I think it will be Jameis Winston. I, I think it's going to be Jameis Winston. I I'm not going to be Jameis Winston. He would have taken over for him when Breeze went down. I think I, – I honestly just think – I don't know. I think – I don't know. I don't know. I could really see it happening and Jameis Winston's comeback story with uh, Sean Payton. It'd be wild. Oh, man. We're all going to be – he's going to be eating Ws in, in New Orleans. Damn. Like Damn. – He's not a he's not the ideal quarterback, right? Because he's he's the 30-30 guy, right? But like he can throw 30. Can you fix his goddamn pass read? Like, can you fix the 30 interceptions piece of it? He did. He got his eyes fixed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's I think there could still be potential there. I think you gotta see whether it can be salvaged or not. It's not even the 30-30. He can throw five thousand yards in a season. That's wild. That's not like that's yeah. nothing to shit on. But all right, let's go to the other side of the ball. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. They're, they won, and Tom Brady is going to, back to his 14th title game, conference title game. 14. Fuck That's this insane. guy, man. Fuck I hate him. I respect him. I saw him, this, funny, I I saw I this funny meme saying that Tom Brady's been in the NFC for one year. You know which one I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. I know. I, I, got, I got that sent to me by, like, by like – 15 people and I literally like F all you guys. Tell the viewers. I don't remember it exactly. I know it. I'll tell you this. Tom Brady, basically the Cowboys since whatever it was, 97. 97. Go for 13 or whatever it is. And then Tom Brady is one for one in his first year. Yeah. I loved it. I loved it, but I was also like. This is where, this is also where stats mean nothing. (laughs) That's where. It's wild, man, because I hate Tom Brady, like with a passion and like, I thought I used to hate the Patriots and I do hate the Patriots, but I hate Tom Brady too. 
but like you have to respect how good he is. Yeah, that's um, what it is. It's insane. And I can't even deny it. And I adamantly root against him. Um, but we were just it, talking about how Breeze's body is giving up on him and Tom Brady's older. And yet here he is like not only killing it, but he's about to go to a Super Bowl. I, just to the point of how much you hate Tom Brady. Tom, I hated Tom Brady so much. I rooted for the Giants and Eagles to win a Super Bowl because I did not want to see that man win more. And mm-hmm. the only and if if there was ever a Cowboys Tom Brady like Super Bowl, I wouldn't watch the game. I would watch whatever else is on during that time. Oh, man, you said the Eagles. Would you at least root for the Cowboys? Come nope, on, not even. Wow, listen. wow. Nope. It's I, funny because I also have like a hierarchy of hate, and so like everybody. Tom Brady trumps everybody. Like I hate the Seahawks, and when they played, I rooted for the Seahawks in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Tom Brady trumps everyone except the Cowboys. Yeah, Tom Brady plays the Cowboys. I, I hate the Eagles and I hate the Giants more than I hate Tom Brady. Nah, really? I, just, I don't well, like football I, team, and then we've got Tom Brady, then we have LeBron. <laughs> we'll go for that. It's funny because people don't hate Washington because there's nothing to hate. Like yeah. we're not good. It's like <laughs> you, I, what, you know what? I don't hate the Washington football team. I hate. I hate the Washington football team fans. They're assholes. All That's of you. Fair. That's fair. That, that, All that of you guys have been trolling my entire life. Fans. You can huh? say the same thing about Eagles fans. Like, you can say first the same all, thing about Ravens. First of all, I, I will speak for myself, but mo- most of my Cowboys fans and me, I don't say shit to you guys. It's always coming from you guys to me. You're the exception. You are we actually the exception. You. Yeah, you're the, uh, you the exception. And, I and when I do say it to you guys, you're like, next season, next season, whatever, next <laughs> season. I'm like, I hate you guys. Let me have my fun. Nope. Can't do By that. the way, I don't think I talk a lot of shit to you. I feel like I'm a nice fan to you. Yeah, I don't even care enough. Yeah. We're not good enough to talk shit about. Like, oh, we won the division, guys, at seven and nine. We're so good. You say that this week, the prior week, you're boasting about that. I'm telling you that I am proud. Like a parent has to be proud of their kid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>